Hi everyone, it's Izzy and Max, and we are finally back with a brand new episode. This is another discipline-themed interview, which is like super exciting. We've done a couple of these um, from everything covering STEM-oriented students, authors, EMTs, but we're super psyched because today we are going to be doing something extra, extra interesting. So today we're going to talk to a few friends of ours that are young performers and kind of like talk about what it's like and you know kind of their uh, growing up point to establishing themselves um and just an industry that's super super I guess scrutinized and also in, in within like the youth sphere not really talked about as much like I, I guess they don't really hear about what it's like to become like an actor or like the steps to doing that like when you're like a kid um like I I, I often feel that it's like considered like societally like easy to do things like act because like once in a while you hear about people who are like just cast in movies like off the street and they become like ultra superstars but like other than like those one in a million stories like actually performing and like doing things like singing obviously is incredibly challenging so and and requires thousands of hours of practice so yeah I'm very excited to record this episode yeah definitely I feel like you know as an audience member you typically like see a production and it's it could be really great, but the amount of work that goes behind it and like the actual emotion that goes behind it, I feel like so many people don't know, including myself, there's a lot I don't know. So I hope like that's kind of what I want to like, I guess, like figure out today is really like, how do people feel like when they're going to these rehearsals and like, what is it actually like, like putting together, like watching a performance, you're seeing people move, you're seeing people sing, you're seeing people act you're seeing the set changing, you're seeing the lights changing and all this stuff, the costumes and everything. And it's like, okay, how did that all like come together? How are you just like able to do that? So yeah. Um, and I feel like it is definitely a very like transferable skill, like not just being able to sing and act obviously, but I feel like you embody like all these sorts of characters and you become a part of like all these kinds of stories and like yeah. a lot of these stories often have like messages or lessons and things that like they want to say. So really just that kind of experience and learning about all these like different topics through the lenses of like different characters, I feel like is super cool. It's so amazing to me because this is also such a competitive industry. Like work is never guaranteed. I have relatives that work in the industry and it's really stressful. Um, but I think it'll be so interesting because like when roles like do are captured by people, like the way and they're just like engross themselves and like what that person might be like, or just like have like method acting, like whenever I hear about it, it's like so interesting, especially like this award season. I know so many people have like adopted that technique and it's resulted in like such captivating performances. So uh, yeah, capturing that from a youth lens, I think will be the coolest part of this conversation. Do you want to catch up a little bit about what's going on in our lives? I know it's like been a minute and we promise like actually that like things will like get better and like we'll like be a lot more up to speed with this like in the coming like months and stuff because it's just like. Yeah, I think we all know why. I mean, like next week, a bunch of decisions come out. I know a few early actions, um, a bunch of early decisions came out this week for our friends and colleagues. Um, which overall I feel like have been pretty successful. So I'm happy for everyone. I mean, I really do think everyone, like if you put in the work and the effort, I really do think you, like everyone deserves to go where they want. You know what I mean? Like it's it's yeah. a hard conversation. And I think 
we, you know, I think the discourse has been better than I expected, contrary to the belief I, the beliefs I had before, I guess, like this time, because we've talked about that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. no, I know typically, I mean, there is a lot of discourse, like even, I mean, this year I'd say it's more positive, but just in general, the fact that it exists is kind of daunting, like, just like people are like, oh my God, like they got in here and they got in here. And it's like, oh, they yeah. didn't post it on Instagram stories. Like they didn't get in. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, like whatever. And I guess like being under a microscope like that is like not like, I'm not a huge fan of that, but like, whatever, yeah. it's fine. Like what will be, it'll pass in like a day. Like but it's, it's, it's pretty surreal though. Like our friends getting into college. It's like, so weird. It's like so weird. So uh, are you ready to get into this interview? very very ready and very very excited let's do it let's do it We have our three guests on now, but before we introduce them, Max, do you want to read the three truth of today questions? Sure. So the first one reads, why is theater important to society, especially for those who are still learning about the world and how has it evolved over time? The second one is how do young actors and actresses gain inspiration for their passion, as well as embodying the roles they play? And third is how is being an actor or an actress helped young people off the stage like for example time management or just other skills that maybe people have picked up on over time um and yeah so uh the three special guests that we have on today are Arden, Zeev, and Rhea hi guys um, <laughs> and we all know you guys because of school obviously but we also know that you're all actors and um have a lot of experience with it too um, some of which I've like got to got to see like your progress over time, which has just been like personally really rewarding. So we're excited to you know get to chat with you guys. Maybe just to start, like what kind of like got you each into acting? Um, you know, where did that passion kind of come from? How long has it like been going on? Uh, yeah, for me, I when I was like I want to say like third grade and like honestly even younger than that, I would watch like. My older brother do like shows at the JCC um, and he was like out in Fiddler on the Roof and like in these other like cool shows like playing like he was like a rabbi and I was like it's, I was like it, it like it fascinated me how he was just like it was so cool how he could like play all these like different like characters and stuff but still be like the same person so I was like you know what might as well give it a try and I signed up for like a, a show in third grade at the JCC which was Cinderella and I was Prince Charming you know. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I really, I really liked it. I really enjoyed like being on stage and sort of like having, knowing that like, there's like, there's like a sense of like community and like everyone's like counting on each other. And uh, that's why I've kept doing it for so long. Ever since I was little, I like never wanted to do any sports. So I, all I wanted to do was like dance and my mom enrolled me in classes. And then soon enough, um, I started looking into musical theater and at camp, like summer camp, I started doing these like little 
like shows every summer that I really looked forward to. And then over the years, I just like my love for musical theater and performing just like grew. And I think it's really rewarding just like be on stage and like see these people out in the crowd and like it might be kind of conceited but like it feels nice like the applause like it feels great to be like praised even if it's not like you even if it's just this character I mean I get that though (laughs) like you are like it's the character but you're playing the character so um for me I was a ballerina growing up but I have hyperextended knees so like they would put these, I really wanted to be a ballerina and I really wanted to be good. But like you spent a lot of, I was young. So like, I think for a lot of people, a lot of girls can relate, especially when they go further with ballet. Like at some point it goes from being this after school activity to suddenly they're giving you all of these like stretchers and tools. And like, my teacher was like putting stickers on my knees and she was like, you have to turn your knees, is it in or out more? What's the correct out. way? Out. And I, my knees wouldn't turn out enough. And I just kept felt like, I was never doing it right because you had, there was a certain, it's a skill and you, you either got it or you don't. But um, my, my dance company, they started doing the Nutcracker and it was our first year and I auditioned and I got Clara. And because I wasn't that great of a ballerina, but they thought they really saw this like acting ability in me. And so like usually Clara is this major dance role, but they kind of gave it to me as more of an acting role. And she doesn't have any lines, but I got to like, I guess, respond on stage. And that's when I realized that maybe I don't want to be a dancer anymore because with acting, you have so much more creative freedom. And I mean, I don't know, because I never got that far with dance. So I'm totally not bashing dancers, but I kind of realized that maybe I want to explore this side of myself. And don't get me wrong. Like I tried sports, like I've tried every single sport, but like, I just can't catch. But I think with theater, there's such an opportunity, like you have the opportunity to explore parts of yourself that maybe you wouldn't have the opportunity to do in your own life. But I found that through different characters, I've got to like kind of push my own limits, which is really cool. Yeah, I definitely want to talk about that more with you guys later, because I think it's just really interesting, like the way people get into character and like how they kind of like choose the roles and stuff like that. Um, But one aspect that I thought was really interesting that you all kind of mentioned is like the aspect of the community. Um, I just think that's like really interesting because some people, you know, get that through like joining a team, but I, I never really thought about it like within like the context of like joining a production, like how I guess like familial that can get. I mean, I've seen that with like the school production that you guys just put on, which is amazing. And like, I definitely can see how much you guys have bonded, but I think that's just such a cool aspect that I don't really necessarily, you know, entails like getting into character or stuff like that, but just like being able to join that community seems really cool. So something that I also wanted to ask in terms of kind of just like the genesis of you guys becoming actors is have there been any particularly profound influences on like your, I guess, wanting to be an actor, like any like old or contemporary films or like uh, any actors or actresses that particularly like inspire you and like what about them is so like enchanting to you? I feel like for me, someone who I've always thought is like, one of, if not like the most talented like actors I've ever seen is Steve Carell. And I think it's like, not even like, so I love The Office. So obviously, I mean, that's one of the bigger reasons why like I love him. But I think just like the crazy thing about him is like his his range of like characters, like you see him in so many different movies and like so many different parts. Like I saw him in like, like the big short, he's like this like older guy. It's not comedic at all when like everyone knows him as like this funny guy, but he's so serious. And like, he played like, in this movie like the way way back he plays this like dad who's like really like kind of an asshole to like his his son who's like 
like and it's just it's it's so weird to see him like in something like the office or like anchorman where he's supposed to be just like this completely like comedic funny character and then in something else like the way way back where he's just the complete opposite of that so i think like for that reason i just like really like admire like what he's done and i kind of like i want to sort of like strive to have that same sort of like range of like characters i think that like um absorbing like all like movies and like acting like and like media like uh content that we get just from like everyday life of actors especially as you grow older like you come to admire like how much work goes into it and I think that like doing it ourselves we come to like have a greater understanding of that because like uh more serious like monologues or pieces or shows like to tap into that you can't just be saying those words you have to like embody this character and like it has to be you playing this character not this character played by you like you have to integrate your experiences and like see how you can apply those to do better at your craft and another reason I think it's so rewarding is that you like get critiqued but it's helpful because you know that these people are on your side and obviously you're not uh obviously you got casted for a reason like obviously you're taking this class because you want to like it's it shows and I think it's really important to learn how to like integrate your like your life with the people and like the characters you play just kind of like a follow-up question to that kind of speaking on what Raya and Arden were saying about taking on these roles and like not making it so forced but really learning to like make it kind of a part of you I guess have there been any roles like in particular that you've played in any sort of production um that have like more seamlessly translated into like your personal experiences or are there any roles um that like you initially like struggled to really get into that character like it was just very difficult for you to understand where they were coming from or put them or put yourself in their shoes and like being in alignment with them in my personal experience I haven't done like all a lot of like full production shows uh but I think that a lot of people tend to get typecasted especially in high school but at the end of the day it's for a reason and like uh like high school directors they've been doing like a lot of the time they've been doing this for like decades and they know what they're doing and they pick shows based on the people that they are going to cast in that show and like using that to your advantage is the best way to get the best production. So like, why wouldn't these directors do that? And I think that honestly, at the end of the day, especially in high school, embracing that is like all you can really do. And I think that like for me, even in uh, our like one acts a few years ago, like sometimes even if it's like a character you may not think you can play, but it's like someone a little bit like if you usually do more like serious characters if it's a more comedic character like taking that chance and just like throwing yourself into it is the best way to like approach it I think for me one of the easier roles that I like found myself transitioning into was Ilsa and Spring Awakening because the whole show is about kids our age the character she was really free-spirited and I'd like to think I'm a little free spirited, but not to that extent of the character. Like, she I mean, she runs away from home and she kind of like breaks away. But I found myself connecting with her just because we're so like, I empathize with her. But some of the characters that I've struggled with are definitely 
like last year during COVID, we put together like some makeshift show of monologues. And I found that the hardest pieces to connect with are Shakespearean, not because it's so hard to interpret, but because, I mean, once you start like reading into it, you can connect. But I was reading a monologue for, I think, a mother who was being banished. And I, I don't really recall what I was re reading exactly, but I think there was an age difference. And some of the hardest monologues are ones that you can't connect to because it's easier to like act about stuff. Like with Ilsa, she was someone my age. So I felt like it wasn't really acting. I was just like kind of exploring a different part of myself. Whereas with Shakespeare, some of the, it's just harder to imagine. But you know, I don't think anything's impossible. It's just like the more you can connect with the character, the it's easier just so, yeah. it is to play. Yeah, like typecasting people is honestly like so not a bad thing. I think like really. Live, love, typecasting. I mean, it's easier yeah. to connect because you're just connecting with yourself. I feel like for me, um, in freshman year, uh, we did Fiddler on the Roof at the high school and uh, I didn't have that big of a role. I was like sort of like one of the, the Russians who was like, um, like kicking, who basically the main, I didn't have that many lines or anything, but the main idea of like what they were doing was like kicking the Jews out of like the, the town that they live in in Anatevka. So for me, it was like, it, it was kind of like a, not even that it was hard to get into character. I mean, I guess it, it was because obviously I would never want to kick Jews out of a town. Like that's not something I have interest in, but like just in general, it's like, I found myself like, like realizing like, okay, like the beauty of like, not even the beauty, just like the craziness of theater and acting like, the fact that I'm Jewish and I know about like all my like Jewish heritage and like everything that's everything that Jews have gone through in th their whole t like all throughout history. And all of a sudden I'm on stage like playing this Russian guy who's telling like the Jews to leave their town because they're Jewish. It's like such a it was such a weird like experience for me because like like for the first time I felt like I was like on the other side and then like and, like now I now I'm just like going against like my heritage or whatever so it's it was it was kind of like an interesting sort of like experience and like kind of like realizing like this is what acting is about like sometimes you play roles that like sometimes you're the villain sometimes you're you know the main protagonist like it's 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 just never really like up to you it's like it's a lot of different experiences very interesting uh it's like just like breaking down the methods I think it's very cool especially because I think it can be really hard to resonate with you you know you, you can't resonate with every single person you meet just like you can't really I guess automatically resonate with I guess certain characters you might play and I guess since you guys are still developing like your skills as an actor like as actors and actresses like you know you will encounter more difficult and then also definitely more relatable roles as you go so it'll be interesting to see like you know what roles you guys get to encounter in the future um Something that Raya said earlier that I thought was really interesting was like if this like if you I guess like kind of like really enhance like your understanding of like the script like things will eventually come naturally if like you really put the work in and I think that's interesting just because there's a lot of I guess discourse from non actors about how like things like stage fright or just like memorizing lines can be really difficult so I guess one question that I had was like how do you guys deal with like those types of things like stage fright or memorizing lines or like actually being able to convey certain emotions L like cry like you just said or like just really uncomfortable scenes kind of like what you were mentioning Zeev I mean I don't know if that's like the most uncomfortable thing but like just things that are like a, a lot more bolder and like you don't know yeah. what the audience might be like <laughs> thinking in the back I think when it comes to memorizing lines the first thing that I do is read it but you know, it's not, you don't just read it once. You have to read it like a second time and then the third time because 
I think what you want to do is get out of your own head. And that comes with even stage fright is it's not you up there. You're playing someone else. So you're not acting. You're kind of like all of a sudden, I mean, I don't, I can't speak for everyone. You know, everyone's process is different, but like, I find that for myself, like it's more than just saying it. It's you have to put a reason behind everything. Like every line that comes out of your mouth. Like, why like, did I just say this? Yeah, like, why did my voice teacher actually says to me. So when we do, she makes me do a monologue of every single song, not only just once. Like she asked me like, why are you saying this? Like what happened just before this song to make you sing it? Like, why are you singing? Like there has to be some kind of reason and you, it has to be like so organic. I think especially with like more popular and um, contemporary musicals, a lot of people, the content that they're seeing about these plays and musicals online is from like the original Broadway cast or like the cast from the, like the movie musical or whatever. And there's so much like, uh, like unintentional, uh, like when someone's, absorbing that that they're playing the actor playing that character like you're trying to play that character the same way that that actor did it or sing yeah. it this, like or do that like same little lick that that singer did even though it's not in the music I, I think it's hard to like shy away from that though because that's like those things are the reasons that you fell in love with the musical and it's kind of hard to like detach from like a really famous uh performer that you love or an actor, but like, it's what has to be done at the end of the day. I think that the more like time and everything that you put into continuously, like studying it. For Spring Awakening, what we did is everyone got these little books. And I found that one of the best ways to really like immerse myself in the character and like the 1890s Germany is that I started, we all started writing in the books like Germany. And I, I know Z really did like, like as our like characters. Yeah. Really fun, like, I had little actually. doodles in there. And there's something about, you know, you have to go beyond the script if you really want to, depending on like, some shows are lighthearted, so like, or some are more recent, so it's yeah, like easier. To it's easier, to. so you don't really have to immerse yourself. But it, for shows that are a little bit harder to grasp, where the characters are just a bit more complex, it's more than just reading the words. It's like understanding the character and the context. Just like about what Arden was saying, which I actually like thought was interesting about like how people can like fall into the trap of like looking at somebody else's performance of the same character and then just like trying to completely copy that. So like I honestly had like a like just now when we did Spring Awakening I honestly like was fi- found myself like slowly kind of falling into that trap because like there's a lot of those like bootleg videos on YouTube of like the the Spring Awakening Broadway show that people just film on their phone so I I watched that so many times the character that I played Melchior was played by originally played by Jonathan Groff and I was like I was like watching it I watched it so many times that I like slowly started to realize when I was on stage that like damn, like I'm honestly, I'm, I'm kind of doing this exactly like he's doing it. And th- th- I, I, I kind of like tried to take myself out of that because I realized like, you know, there's a, there's like a reason why the show is not only done on Broadway and it's done like in high school and all around the, the country. Cause like people want to see different like interpretations of the show and of the themes and of the characters. So like doing it exactly like, even though he's on Broadway and he's great, obviously like doing it exactly like him is not always the best thing because seeing different like interpretations of it, especially like in a high school setting, I feel like is like beneficial. To- no, I totally get it. And I think it's completely valid because you want to make it your own. Like you want to make it, like you said, like extremely organic, but also like, embracing it like completely and like I guess unabashedly and like trying to like do that without I guess source material that like you're so familiar with is really important like I think it's like like Hans Zimmer for example just did like the Dune score and he said I didn't want to watch the uh the movie that was made in 1984 because I just didn't want any like you know 
influence. Like I just didn't want to create anything that was like that. I wanted to create something completely my own. I think that might be one of the Oscar winners this year. And it just is telling because, you know, like he created his own. And I know that's not acting, but just embracing that I think is extremely like important. And I think, like you said, it comes organically and like naturally if if you do that and like you really put in the work. Um, so it's nice to see that like is reaffirmed through your voices. One thing that I wanted to ask, because I think this is popularly like, this is like some sort of like popular idea. Like we, we mentioned earlier in the episode before you guys came on that there are like sometimes castings and shows that we'll hear about like, like Angus Cloud and Euphoria who were just like asked to come in and like audition and like they end up getting the part with like absolutely no experience. Like most recently, like Alana Hyam, like in Licorice Pizza, which is with Paul Thomas Anderson movie, like barely any experience gets the role is now in like best actress talks for the Oscars. So I guess my question is, do you think that just simply anybody has the ability to act or does it take like a certain type of individual? And like, in like other words, like with the right motivation, can anybody become an actor? I think that honestly, there's a lot of levels to this because there are some roles where like, you don't really have to know what you're doing. And sometimes like when the role fits, like it fits, you know what I mean? Like if some, you know, when it's like cast type, just kind of perfectly that yeah, they could just, exactly. yeah, there's some roles where like is meant for this person, whether they know what they're doing or not. Like it's just who they are. Mm-hmm. Actually, when you asked that question, Max, I immediately thought of, um, is it Aubrey Plaza? Is she Parks in- and Rec. Okay, so there's no part written for her in the script. She walks in, is just like sarcastic and then uh, and like witty and funny for like a few minutes. And then they literally decide to write like an exaggerated version of her and like that sarcasm and that like wit into the show on the spot and it's one of the best and with the office too like with like multiple characters multiple characters are named after their actors and it's like so crazy and I think that like that honestly takes like a special person but I don't think that you could ever really rule out like becoming an actor in any sense if you have the motivation and the ambition because you don't have to book jobs to consider yourself an actor. You don't have to win Oscars to consider yourself an actor. We're literally in high school. At the end of the day, we all still consider ourselves ourselves actors. Yeah, that was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Definitely. No, that was really, really well said. Um, so something that I like really wanted to get into, I mean, and you guys briefly touched on this in some of your responses, but like some of the productions, I mean, you could talk about sp- bring awakening here but I feel like just some of the productions that you've done or like roles that you've played that have kind of like changed the way that you see the world or changed um I guess some of the things that you may have been looking at when you look at the world like maybe some ideas that you didn't really think about ever and then it's like the play or the show kind of like brought them to light I guess yeah I think (laughs) with the show that we just did spring awake one of the main like themes or messages about it is kind of just like thinking for yourself and like rebelling against I don't know anybody who's like trying to tell you that you have to do everything a certain way or like the you know this type of idea isn't welcome or something like that I feel like just for me in general like obviously I'm not going to go around like singing that I hate my teachers and like rebelling against everything but like I feel like it gave me some sort of sense of like you know like some of this maybe some of the stuff I learned in school is like you know, this is just so like, why do I know? I don't need to be here. Like something or just like, maybe like, maybe like some things my parents say are like kind of stupid or maybe some things that like, 
uh you know like i hear online or like see on social media like why why should i care about this like just some it kind of gave me more of like a sense to like think for myself because that's sort of like the whole idea especially like with my character who's very like rebellious and against these sort of like people who are telling him what to do um so i think i i think it gave me you know not to the extent of what happens in the show but it gave me a little bit of a sense of like you know maybe i maybe i should start like thinking for myself and just like realizing that like I have my own like personal thoughts and ideas. So I think that with Spring Awakening, like uh, what Zeve made me think of is like the comparison of uh, like these teenagers in 18, in the 1890s in Germany compared to like now. And it's a like Melchior, Zeve's character, like just, uh, I think that honestly, shortly he walked so like, now like teenagers like us could run things like that actually had to happen and like children had to have rebelled and like like that's what teenagers do and like I think that now it like empowered us and taught us lessons that maybe we knew but hadn't acknowledged and uh brought those up to our community and people who aren't our peers like adults who uh like don't talk much about like these serious things with their children. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, like I've seen a lot of productions at the high school and like, I've seen a lot of plays in general. And I feel like some of them, like just even, I mean, solely based on the plot line, like some of them are, there's more discourse after them than others. But I guess like, I just never really saw so much like conversation as much as like after this one. Like, I feel like objectively you see Legally Blonde, like, she's she sings really good and it's like entertaining and it's like but then like does it really go far beyond that it's a very like good like movie whatever but like this was I guess like it just caught people off guard and there was like a lot of discourse like afterwards and I think it was it just goes a lot to show about like the power of like a production and how the way that it could sort of like transform the way society thinks or what they think about and that was kind of like the point with this question I feel like it's evident like just based on um some of what you discussed on here that like it's changed you and like it's made you feel more powerful and more confident to like present these sorts of ideas and it takes a lot of guts to present like a lot of what's in the play to you know like adults in the audience who like maybe like really caught off guard and like probably were by some of the things but I feel like that's the point like you need to like it's kind of about creating like epiphanies in people and I guess you don't realize that like theater or something can do that until like you're hearing from the actors themselves or really just like being in the audience and seeing how much like conversation just like people on stage and sets and costumes could like actually like bring up and stuff. So I applaud you guys for that a lot. Yeah, I think the fact that you were able to, I guess, harness roles that and just just like an, a, an overall production that like made people uncomfortable but in the best way possible it's just it's we like we need more of that you know what i mean like we we need to like see more of that and like not only like certain productions but i think just like overall discourse within like people in like young environments and i just think you know it's definitely it was definitely um great to see it uh when i did one thing that i also wanted to ask was i think being just like a young person. I mean, this is what our, our podcast is all about. Just like like the trials and tribulations of being uh, part of the youth of today. 
what my question is, is that do you think like our society, I guess, struggles to take young actors seriously, especially when you guys are like mentioning some of the tactics that you have used to get into character or to sing or to like, you know, develop like, I guess, your understanding of certain concepts or a script. Um, Just do you think that society, I guess, struggles to accept young actors as true, like professionals? I think that that's uh, like definitely the case because I feel like, in, especially with acting, I feel like it's all about like kind of your experience and what you've experienced and how you can like mimic those experiences. And I feel like what you said about like society struggling to like accept young actors as like professionals. I mean, it's it's clear that that's true based on like everything you see in like award shows, like what young actors you see get nominated for Oscars, like yeah, many Oscars, all people who are like. 40 plus years old and then like okay like timothy chalamet got nominated like once or twice so that's pretty much all i can think about it's always like these adults and they're like mid 40s plus because like oh like you know this this young actor he was he was good but you know he's he's not at his prime yet like he's not he's not quite there whereas like you know he probably deserves the same recognition as like these these adults it's just that for some reason we want to associate like good quality actors with like people who have more experience and have more like age and that's why like they don't like young actors don't get as much like respect well i also think that's something that i mean i'm not sure but it probably does affect this uh like outlook on uh acting is that a lot of the time children or like teenagers in shows and movies are played by adults i was thinking about that yeah i'm literally thinking about well that. i mean yeah i mean union purposes and the fact that you can have them work later hours yes it's more convenient for the entire like production staff but at the end of the day you are it is an opportunity that a lot of younger actors are missing out on and, and like the generational perspective like isn't as prevalent like it's like i guess like it's now like adapting to gen z comedy like it hasn't yeah. quite moved yet yeah like we're, we're just gonna have to wait until the millennial writers like get it right <laughs> the only thing that's changing that i think has a i guess like shifted as a result of like our generation coming into like the parade is the amount of content available streaming because like that's what we prefer i mean i just in, in terms of accessibility i think like you know there are still a bunch of us that prefer like you know going to a theater and like enjoying that but also like you know we're so it's like our world is so saturated with content now that it almost feels like you know it, it's just like tiktok it, it's like so much like at you at one time like i was gonna say like charlie d'amelie like you open your phone and this girl literally has a hundred million followers on yeah. one app 130 million i'm sorry yeah <laughs> sorry charlie yes, i guess raya's following her um fandom very closely um anyway, anyway. we don't do that here i was gonna say i think there's something so important about having the like someone who's like a child part in a show be played by a child or someone our age because so i think that our voice needs to be represented correctly also in media you know what i mean like the younger generation should be played by younger generation yeah like we're watching adults play, play kids. like yeah like you know mm-hmm. when in certain shows they have they like the writer clearly isn't from our generation and then the jokes they're trying to make our jokes but they're off by like five years and it's like i see where they were going with this but the mark is just completely missed and we're laughing yeah. about like musically like you, you want they made like a musically joke but we have tiktok you know or like, right right yeah right. you see they were tr- like around the mark but they just didn't hit it mm-hmm. or like when people make like soundcloud jokes like can okay we get it it was a thing let's get over it <laughs> 
So kind of just to like wrap things up a little bit, basically, I guess as like a leaving off kind of question, like in one sentence, like what's like the biggest piece of advice you would have to someone who's like aspiring to like be an actor or like just be involved in theater in general like who might be like hesitant about it or something like that because I feel like there's a lot of people that are but it's like because obviously it's a lot of it's very emotional it takes a lot of courage and it's uncomfortable so it's like yeah anyways one sentence any opportunity you have to do anything say yes because experience is key mine would probably just be to like stay true to yourself and hone your craft uh yeah i think mine would also be be honest with yourself because you know acting is just like exploring different parts of yourself yeah cultivating the relationship with yourself i think is something that is (laughs) very very cool um yeah yeah Okay. So thank you guys so much for coming on. Um, we really appreciate it. This is like such a great conversation. And um, I can't believe we didn't think of this idea sooner. Um, I know yeah. Izzy and I have been doing these like discipline related episodes for like a little bit now, but this is definitely was a great idea. So yeah. thank you to Raya for suggesting it. Yeah. Um, Raya came up to me in class one day. She's like, oh, just have all of us on. And I was like, wait a minute. That's really good. Yeah. So thank you guys so 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 much i really really enjoyed this episode it's been a while since we like did any kind of interview but it was really really fun bye guys bye thank you for having us all right i think that was a very interesting and very fun interview you know i i think some of the stuff that we've done lately hasn't been as lighthearted, but i thought this was so much fun just because we haven't done an interview in a little bit and it's just nice to like talk to like your friends but also just like i don't hear a lot about like the process like that a lot of people just go through for like any activities they do like you know outside of school or like in school um, right just because it's it's you know it's personal like acting is very personal obviously right and right. especially considering so like you know I, I i i'm just calling back to what z said like you know young act young actors aren't taken as seriously so it's you have to be vulnerable but you also have to be like oh my god like my work like even though it might not be recognized to the extent that like I would like it to be like the fact that I like am able to like develop my craft and like really like you know do that like it's just it's very powerful and like you know honestly it just shows you how much like motivation is necessary when like you're you're like you're in our age like you just like take something that you love and like latch onto it and just like literally cultivate it like it's like nothing you've ever done before. And right. like, look at what people can do. Zeev has a Grammy, like <laughs> not that far-fetched y'all. Like, no, yeah, it's it's really, really crazy. Um, I really, really enjoyed that. Honestly, I was looking forward to it like all day. I was just like so excited to like have them on and they're all just like super cool people anyway. But like just hearing about, you know, the little things that each of them did throughout, like, their entire, I guess, like, acting career. And even hearing, like, what got them into it, like, all three responses were, like, pretty different. And I feel like that's so, so, so interesting. Like, you know, like, just how people get to the same place and kind of, like, fall in love with the same thing could be for so many different reasons. It could be trying something and then realizing you don't like that thing and then doing another thing that kind of is related, but not really. 
And then, or it could just be, like, seeing something, seeing a person, seeing, like, someone that you, like, idolize really do a craft and wanting to sort of embody that yourself. Or it could just be, like, starting out in a manner that's so casual and then making it something that you, like, make a priority. And I feel like um, those were, like, the cases with all three of them. And I feel like it was just really, really cool to see that um, and hear about that. So if you like this episode and really any of our episodes um please make sure to give our podcast a five-star rating and or review on apple Podcasts so we can keep making this better like there's just like a lot that i want to do this year and like just this was just like the one of like the beginning of like a lot of really really good conversations in this like discipline sort of based realm there's so many directions we can go yeah i feel like um you know raya like coming up to me the other day and being like yeah like you should do this and i was like how like, why, like, why did that never, like, even come up in my mind? Sometimes and, we get into a cycle where we're just like, um, like, why? Yeah. It's like, like, <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. All our episodes are now streaming on the truthofview.com for free everywhere you get your podcasts. Um, And it's a pretty cool website. We have some creators picks up there, uh, which are our favorite episodes, Um, which actually we're planning on updating soon. So we will get back to you guys on that. Uh, and if you have any specific feedback or want to come on the podcast, like Izzy just mentioned, you can always let us know at the feedback form at the link in our bio. Um, and yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you soon. Have a great rest of your day. Or I didn't need to say that. <laughs> no, you did. Bye.